Epigraph and Forward of Bringing Up the Boy, a message to fathers and mothers from a boy of yesterday concerning the men of tomorrow. Published 1913. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Donald Cummings. Bringing Up the Boy by Carl Werner. Epigraph there my blessing with thee and these few precepts in thy memory see thou character give thy thoughts no tongue nor any unproportioned thought his act be thou familiar but by no means vulgar those friends thou hast and their adoption tried grapple them to thy soul with hoops of steel but do not dull thy palm with entertainment of each new-hatched unfledged comrade Beware of the entrance to a quarrel, but being in, bear it that the oppressed may beware of thee. Give every man thy air, but few thy voice. Take each man censure, but reserve thy judgment. Costly thy habit as thy purse can buy, but not expressed in fancy, rich, not gaudy, for the apparel oft proclaims the man. Neither a borrower nor a lender be. For loan oft loses both itself and friend, And borrowing dulls the edge of husbandry. This above all, to thine own self be true, And it must follow, as the night the day, Thou canst not then be false to any man. Polonius to his son, Hamlet, Act One, Scene Three. Forward a good portion of the material in this volume was printed in serial form in the delineator to whose editors and publishers i am deeply indebted for the sympathy and encouragement that were necessary to bring my ideas on boy training into the circle of general parenthood as a result of the publicity gained through the medium of that magazine's wide circulation many letters were received by the magazine and by myself and in this mass of correspondence there was a distinct note of appeal for the publication of the essays between covers. It was quite without any knowledge of this demand, however, that the present publishers, acting independently, became interested in the series and decided, after due consideration, to issue it in book form. It was surprising that of the many letters received while these articles were appearing serially, only a small minority of the writers disagreed with my views and those few protests were confined to one or two subjects. So far as could be reasonably expected of one whose time is much occupied in pursuing a livelihood, I replied to all such communications. If, in some instances, I failed, the omission was not because I was lacking in a keen appreciation of the interest, the sympathy, the suggestions, and the criticisms thus expressed. As to those who disagreed with me, I would like to repeat here what I have said to them in personal replies. They may be right, and I wrong. This much only I know, that Providence is kind in that he permits me to retain a distinct picture of the boy's cosmos, that as a man and a father I can still see and feel from the boy's viewpoint, and that, preserving that visuality, I have tried, with the best judgment and most constant effort of which I am capable, to employ it for the greatest good. Everything that I have written about boy training is solidly fixed on this foundation, and everything that I have written has been, or is being employed, to the very letter, 
in my stewardship of one who is infinitely more precious to me than life itself, my own boy. If I have erred, may God forgive me. But on this score my conscience is as clear as a crystal pool, for so far as human vision penetrates, not one duty has been left undone, and not one endeavor has gone astray. And happily, though I say it with a prayer on my lips and humility in my heart, every passing year adds its living testimony to the principles which I advocate and for which I plead. C. W. End of Epigraph and Forward